By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We are bonding. We are whippers. Are you ready? For episode 53 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the 719. Yo, where the captions at? Yo, uh-oh, uh-oh, yo, uh-oh, uh-oh, yo, uh-oh, uh-oh, yo, women captions at? Yo, get it, yo, got it, yo, stop it, never gone, yo, women captions at? Hey, where them captions at? One, two, three, yeah. Hope all you guys are doing well, as you already know. Well, if you don't know, now you're about to know. Because I'm the host of this show, Kelsey Show, a.k.a. 20 Shades of Cray. Joining me always is my bro host. You know who it is, Roscoe Tinkoya. Uh, no a.k.a. right now because I don't have a bonding one. Okay, and always with us is our Freddy of the crew. You already know the tactics and the Donatello on this thing. The one, the only, Daniel with a D. <laughs> they they call me that because I'm I'm a bull, I'm I'm a wild boy. Are you? I don't know. All right, cool. If you believe you are, you can be whoever you want to be. That what that's what Barack Obama taught me. And joining us for being our special guest today is the one, the only Chelsea. Hi. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, an official kinkster here, giving my. Uh, <laughs> he's going to come out the gates with the kinky. Mm-hmm. Word. Um, just giving my opinion on some bonding today, apparently. Yeah, uh, we don't get there. But before we get to that segment of the show, we got to start off with Yo, what's popping? So, Ross, what's been popping in wrestling? Because I oh. there was like a event or two that went on over the weekend. No, there was only one. It was, oh, some, just, it was only Fast Lanes okay. where. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. If first half of his show wasn't that good until we got to the Drew McIntyre Sheamus match. Good. Uh, we have the return of the Fiend with a new mask and yeah. new outfit gear. Hey, How'd well, you like I mean, that, yeah, though, we, Kelsey? It was cool, though. And uh, what you call it? And Daniel Bryan technically lost his match to Roman Reigns, but yet it's kind of cause of Edge, cause he hit him with a cheer because. It was decently storytelling, but we know they setting this up for a triple threat match for WrestleMania. And past that, also, Andrade has been released from WWE, and Charlotte Flair may or may not be at WrestleMania competing. Yo, that's gonna fuck up their whole relationship. Yo, he asked for it on Friday, was denied, and then Sunday, right before Fastlane, was granted it. Word. So anything else on Fastlane you want to touch upon before you move away from that? Uh, no, no title change belts, none of that really. All right then. So, Ace Ventura three. No. Who asked for it? <laughs> but we get it. It's in development, of course, with Jim Carrey. And yeah, so yes, um, that's being in development with Jim Carrey, of course, and with the writers of the Sonic movie. So I guess low key that kind of makes sense. But once again, nobody was asking for this shit. Well, yeah, but we're, we're gonna get it. Huh. It's gonna be interesting. I don't even like where do they go? What do they do? And how edgy can you be? How ridiculous can you be? It's okay. Is Jim Carrey gonna have a tick is uh, Ace Ventura gonna have a TikTok? Is they gonna do a lot of that shit? Like I don't know. But influencer shit. I don't I hope not. I 
But also HBO has uh, announced that uh, The Last of Us first season will only be contained of the first video game. And for those that haven't listened, just a reminder, Joe will be played as a black man played by Mahersha Ali. Mahershala. Well, thank you for correcting me because Word. I knew I was going to say it wrong. Yeah, so that shit's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Venom, Let There Be Carnage. We'll see what they did there. It's oh, that's pushed, the subtitle? Yeah, it's being like pushed it. back to um, September 17th this year. Okay. I totally forgot it was supposed to come out this year, but I was like, that's not too far away. But... I, that's what's weird about this dude. That shit ain't got no trailer. We don't even know what the premise is besides Carnage's in the movie. There's also no trailer for Space Jam 2, which is slated to come out much earlier. But we that. have clips, though. But Different than yeah. Venom. Well, yeah. We Not do. full clips, just little bits. Yeah, yeah little but, bits, I we still, but we got, uh, we know at least some no, shit is happening. Space Jam's gonna come out when it comes out, but like Daniel's saying, he just bring up the point that we just haven't seen anything that's coming out relatively soon. I think they hold in the trailer to the chest until like right before it drops. Well, like, same way they did Godzilla, because we didn't get the first Godzilla trailer until like earlier this year. Is month. that a new thing you think yeah. for streaming services? Yeah. yeah. So don't get so you don't get time to get nitpicking. Uh, because hate it technically, off. I could be honest. I just found out that it that this Mighty Ducks does stay in the real universe. Oh, they said it. You said it. I didn't know. No, you did. You well, no, they didn't have this conversation. Well, the thing is, they now it. have just some trailers <laughs> of him talk like. Yeah. Uh, Old yeah. mom saying like you used to run the Mighty Ducks, yeah. this that, and third. The whole thing from we're trying to do the same thing. Beginning yeah. is the Mighty Ducks uh, group has Coach Bombay after all of his original team yeah. left, and you know um, it got so popular and it got bigger than the whole kids having fun and being the underdog. Yeah, corporate. They became we have to be the best of the best. So he mm. said, Deuces. "Fuck all that." And he yeah. took over. What is the old man's name? Like uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Heinz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make ketchup. <laughs> and for all those that love the Snyder Cut, I want to say I love, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes. Um, there would be no Justice League two officially because Warner Brothers came out today and stated yes, that it, shit. Yes, so like, y'all can like what you like, but we ain't doing this again. No, no Snyder verse. Just because they say that now does not uh, does not mean it can't change in the future. So maybe in three years they might change their tune, but. For, for the foreseeable future, as of now, there will be no sequel to that. And I'm okay with that. Like I said, like, I respect Zach. He do his thing, you know, everything. Nobody, like, nobody, every, nobody always has a hit. But I, his version of Justice League is not my version. So I could care less if we get anything more. I will watch it, of course. But I will not have a hankering for it. I can be honest, I am excited for this condensed black and white version. That I am looking forward to as well. Because he said, because once again, like, this is just theatrical, his vision, but it's not his favorite vision, version of the film, which uh, gets people confused when we bring that up. Because they're like, I don't get it, but like, I don't get it either. He could have made that version the same, but didn't. But he chose not to, but whatever, whatever. Um, a lesser known character in the Marvel Universe, Echo, is getting a series. For Disney Plus, who officially is in development, um, she's heavily centered in the Daredevil um, comic books, so she also will be having a part in the Hawkeye series. So they set her up to be, you know, an integral part of things moving forward because she is a deaf native um, female who has the ability, I believe, to uh, copy people. Sir. Na- I can say native. You can't say Indian. That's the thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Native is the term. Yeah, na- yeah. Mm-hmm. native. Because you guys had a problem uh, pronouncing indigenous. Right? Yeah. 
Or did I? No, but it's called the long game. Long game. <laughs> Ask her about it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so she's indigenous and she's deaf and she has the ability to mimic people's abilities once she sees them, a la the taskmaster in the degree, and she has connections to the Han. To the ham, I fault, so that's coming soon. To Goldie Hawk. Yo, she got it for a reason. And also, um, it's been confirmed in Falcon and Winter Soldier, one of the cities they will be traveling to is Madripoor. And we fuck with the comic books. You know, Madripoor is basically Vegas on steroids. It's hell on earth. It's Sodom and more personified in 616. But what's most important about it is low-key prominent mostly in the X-Men comic books. And it's like a mutant safe haven because they don't give a fuck what you do there as long as you do it. Like, do what you do. But we also respect you because we don't respect anybody. So we ain't got no need to just hate on you for you different. We hate everybody here. But if you do your thing, you get your respect, you get your respect. And yeah, so moving on for that, I'm going to talk about YWDCA15. And for all those that's first time listeners, this is our Spotify playlist. We make a new playlist every month showcasing all the songs that we are listening to currently. But uh, for our songs, I'm just going to cut to a couple of that I was digging. Uh, one being Ghost in Your Stereo by The Midnight. Um, Holy by Justin Bieber featuring Chance the Rapper. Remember Me by Boy in Space. Hospital Bed by Planet Kid. Used to Be by Steve Aiko, Kira, and Wiz Khalifa. Cheer Up Baby by Inhaler. And Her Body by Nasty Cherry. Now, Kelsey, weren't you saying last, before the beginning of this year, that you were thinking there's going to be some new Steve Aiko like, uh, coming soon? No. Oh, I thought you did. No. It was, that was me. So. That was no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that could have been you, but I was new. Like, The Midnight, for example, and The Middle Kids, I knew they was uh, coming back out with new material because they've been dropping a lot of new singles. And speaking of which, uh, The Midnight dropped a new album called Horror Show. I've been listening to that shit all weekend. It's cool. The only reason it's horror because some of the themes are like vampires and the dancing with the devil and sucking blood from various places. But it but, still takes on with the 80 theme. Yeah, exactly. So if you're a fan of the Midnight, that 80 cents, uh, cent style uh, contemporary, like, loose house music, then you'll definitely like that album. Justin Bieber dropped a new album called Justice, and he has, like, three interludes and Marlon, Martin Luther King in it. And it's legit. Like, if you're a Bieber fan, you don't fuck with it. Like, it's not as up-tempo as I would like, but it has its flavor. It has its vibe. And he's, you know, once again, showcasing a, an important message, the words of Martin Luther King to a whole demographic that probably went and listened to them shit outside of I Have a Dream, and that's literally it, not the whole speech, just that line, because we all know it. And whether you rock with him personally or not, you know, I have to respect anybody that's willing to use their platform to spread positivity. Even though you a fuck-up, you still can be a fuck-up that says the right things from time to time. Nobody's perfect. And also, uh... Today We're the Greatest is the new, the latest um, album from Middle Kids. And if you mm. listen to this podcast, you you hang around us, you know that's like one of our favorite indie bands out there. I had to get this album on vinyl. Um, of course, it has one of my favorite songs out right now, Are You For Me? And fucking love it. If you haven't seen the music video, definitely check it out. It's definitely a, it's a heart warmer for sure. And yeah, you definitely want to hear some of those songs for all those albums on the playlist and um, Chim Trails over the Country Club is Lana Del Rey's new album. I listened to that shit at work, but everything sounded like the same hum. So I don't know what the fuck <laughs> she was talking about with this album. And I'm a Lana's fan too, but I miss old Lana. I miss Poppy, Dirty, 
white girl. Talking about getting sundress. raped by butt. Yeah. Lana Del Rey. I miss that Lana, like Coke Lana, like <laughs> like how people miss Wayne when he was on the the syrup. Like I miss that early Lana. Cause she had them bop bops. And also, um once uh, one seventeen sixty um from Guap Dad four thousand produced by Ill Mind. Ill Mind dropped, and I love that album. It might be my favorite album of the year. I just didn't realize how much I could relate to uh, this young man's story. Just being swaggy niggas in our young days and just hearing everything he went through and just some of his I can't believe that Guap technically lived our life in a whole nother state. But in Oakland, like, like that sounds like some smart ass shit. If one of these niggas, if we were like lived really in Oakland, game of niggas kept rapping like, "Oh, this niggas at bars." We had the drip. We had the bitch. The women's, we had, a, we, had a, we had a lot of the debauchery around us in them younger days, but respect to everybody, you know, <laughs> love consensually. <laughs> Yo, so with that being said, there was not a lot to talk about in the world of pop culture this week, but hey, we did what we could for you. So now we're about to be moving on to Yo, We Geeking Out. We geek. And today we're going to be geeking out about a um, Netflix you, you original. Just, a Netflix original, pseudo sexy ass. Series is a very short and quick series, and that's binding. So Chelsea, since you're the kink expert, I think that's what you called it. I might have, I might have to TM that before you get to it. But um, yeah, since that's your um, phrase, would you like to explain to the audience quickly what um, bonding is all about? Yeah, so I mean, bonding is basically just like a inside sight on the uh, BDSM world and. Sex, work, sex workers in the BDSM world and kind of just the things that they have to kind of the uh, you know dilemmas that they deal with on a daily basis and uh, it's it's honestly I like the way this show portrays BDSM better way fucking better than can I say fucking? I can say fucking that's right no, no, you, a, you yeah. can say whatever you want but just try to refrain from <laughs> tapping and hitting on the table uh, yes <laughs> But no, so, I'll keep you grown ass man. Once again, Ross didn't tell you to listen to the podcast. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. We're sailing moons over here, nigga. Sailor Black Moon. Sailor Mars. <laughs> uh, you're a Mars bar. Uh, I don't know what wants me in their mouth. Word. No, it's a let few of the population, because I don't know how they say on the rats. But anyway, yes, bonded. <laughs> <laughs> but I just really appreciate the show and how it portrayed the BDSM lifestyle way fucking more than Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, and probably even more than, well, actually, Secretary was also a very good BDSM movie. Is that a series or a movie? Movie. Word. Okay, oh. can I throw the L word, uh, L word in there? Because they did, they delved into it a little bit, but it was also kind of stylized. But isn't BDSM like stylized in a sense anyway? No, it takes a lot of communication also. I'm yeah. talking about the, the, the style with the left. That's what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about aesthetically, like visually how it shot. So I'm talking about just like it has this culture in it. So, so what's the L word? Oh, the L word. Love. No. Lesbians. Oh yeah, it is lesbians. Oh, oh, oh! You. I, I thought you meant the show. Oh, I, I was like, okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought you meant like the an actual L word. I was no. like, oh, what? Let's do lesbians. Oh, the TV show, the L word. Yeah, let's talk about yes. Like, it was a little stylized in that thing, but that show was also a little stylized because of the time it came out. Yeah. And I think now these shows have a little more chance to uh, be a little more gritty. Yeah, deal with the awkward gritty. conversations that have to happen. The actual everything about it that is not. It's more grounded. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I get what you say. It's more honest. Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's more honest about the situation rather than glorifying it and making it seem like it's this one thing and then having people try it out and then being like... Not into it at all. Right. Or, yeah. Right, right. And not really understanding the whole concept of it. Like Fifty Shades of Grey, I found a huge problem with that movie, especially that one scene where he... Just like, is she... She literally said stop and he continued. And like, that's not cool. That's not cool. A B it's not, that's not what the BDSM world about. If you knew BDSM, it sometimes was just it, agree. The question though, was this before she, they had a safe word? This was like deep into like the relationship. Apparently I think they already had a safe word. Yeah. I think they've already like established like their. Well, I'm not just saying not to justify that, but I'm like literally technically she didn't was say this the, one or two. If she didn't say the safe word and it'd be rough. He didn't have to stop necessarily because she didn't say the safe word. If they're playing by those rules, that's what I'm trying to try to figure out. I just I, I only saw it once, like a long time ago. Me too. I like it, I, I just watched it to, just to see what it was about. Right. So I might have my own opinion. It's like, oh, this shit is whack. And the book's gonna be much better. The only thing the books probably had, which I definitely know they had, was more actually fucking. And it always weirds me out that these old white ladies shit on everything else vulgar. They the same bitches that get mad at WAP. Like, oh. Christian. Mmm. <laughs> shades, man. All you gotta do is turn on the internet and watch porn. Stop reading about this white man. Watch a white man fuck on the net. If I can just throw my last little thing, sometimes for people who do BDSM, BDSM. We're lying about both. It's stop, not gonna be the last, ain't gonna stop be the sometimes <laughs> Sometimes stop is the word. Sometimes. I know I'm just saying, because some people might have that set up. Like, safe word or nothing. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. If that's the case, I'm like, ooh, that's, 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 that's what's predicated on. But I don't agree with it, but I'm like, but. You know, if you've got to be on lower mode, like, well, my client did not. And they established that the, ah, all right, I guess I'm on Tony's side. I mean, if this was, like, a <laughs> transactional relationship, like a dominatrix or whatever, it makes sense. But this was an actual dom-sub loving relationship yeah. where that is just uncalled. I feel like even if... the even if there was a safe word involved, he should have known when... Mm-hmm. And how could he when he's 20, 50 shades of fucked up? True, but that's not how the BDSM world is, and that's how the it, that's how that movie portrayed it. It was like exactly. it's a bunch of people, a bunch of fucked up people taking out their issues on BDSM, which might be true, but we're not that fucked up during. But it's it, like okay? so fucking- there's a whole community, even like when it comes to hip hop culture, they only want to pick out the bad apples to focus on. Like, see, this is what they're doing. Like, so you basically saying like, yes, it's gonna be some fucking revolve. This fucking revolve in every system, every culture. But instead of highlighting the positives, but don't the take the isn't the majority of what the stigma. population why, is. Like with Bonnie, it was a little more light, a little more joyful, because these yeah. men in the show weren't being demasculated and being made felt bad of, like you mean. Like they wanted, they paid to feel that way. It gives them pleasure. And the fact like they have to hide it is the issue. Because if you want to be dominated and you pay your money, you shouldn't have to feel the shame because it's not hurting anybody. It's mm-hmm. making your life livable and that's what but people don't see it that way fred is probably one of my favorite characters ever because of it because what's wrong fred fred's the one that likes to be pissed on <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> they came on on pete in episode one uh two actually episode two, yeah, episode two. Yeah. so um no fred was sitting here he's like yeah i was telling all my friends how funny you are because in the first episode he's saying all these jokes about how small his dick is and yeah. he's loving it and <laughs> the guy's like you tell your friends about these like well i'm not hurting anybody and i'm like that's that's this is such an it's so funny and comical but it's so honest it's so fucking honest and true like no one's hurting anybody other than like (laughs) 
other than the people hurting it by someone, but it's, it's consensual and it's, it's a real true trusting bonding experience. experience. Well, Ross, how about you? How would you explain bonding to a person by (sighs) describing it from your favorite character standpoint? Ooh, my favorite character. Ooh, dang. Uh, a gay man just getting a phone call from a once best friend, what, two years into college? After they stopped fucking with each other in high, like, their it, senior year? It's like three, it's like three years. Yeah. yeah. Pete. Pete. Like three, four trying years. Trying to be a, ups, uh, a coming in, uh, up and coming comedian and just was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm, I miss my friend. I'm going to come join her on whatever she sends me on. And you find out these adventures of him rebonding with his friend who's in the dominatrix, trying to make comedy jokes about realizing he should make comedy jokes about his life. So he starts making jokes about the dom shit, listening to the rules of his best friend. And that's just the first season. Second season, they answer the great old question of why they don't fuck with each other no more. And... Well, why they didn't fuck with each other for three years, and that just brings up a whole better story. But man, they ain't how to put that little little some some in season two. I'm like y'all rule for that. Oh, that's some some worked so much for because I can't wait for this season three. Yeah, season three is gonna be popping. But yeah, like what I did like about Bonnie, like the characters, you can tell like, it's a situation comedy, it's a sitcom, but you can care, t- tell that these characters feel real, real. They have their own distinct personalities. And the fact that they can mesh so well together, together that's why I love TV, because you forget these are <laughs> fictional characters. It, you get invested in their life. He's like, oh, shit, damn, he did do that, but that made sense. Like, damn, what else are you keeping from him? But, like, that's the real world, and somebody has to help these people in these situations and shed light on some of the things they go through by also addressing the bad parts about it as well. That's why I try to tell people about culture cancer, um, um, culture. Cancel culture is that you need to showcase why things need to be canceled. You need to showcase the problem. You can't tell people how racism is an issue without showing them racism on screen with words. You can't sit here and make a point about blackface if you don't have the character being in blackface. It's one thing to just do it, but if you have a character specifically in blackface so somebody can come up to them like, Hey, that's cool. That's not cool. Why? Let me tell you all these reasons. Same thing with bonding. You have to have these issues happen in the series so somebody could come out like, yo, teacher, it's not right for you to abuse your power and try to make this girl sleep with you because... She's in the domination. Because, no, no, because, not a little blonde, because oh, she's yeah, failed and she's trying to get yes. afraid. Right. You should just help her. But then, do you have people be like, well... She should have just not been in that situation. Like, no, life's not that cut and dry. But having somebody in the show correct that and bring the light, and he actually suffers the repercussion, he gets fired. He just don't get to keep doing this shit. It that shows people true. like, yo, you need to start doing that. Just speak out, have each other's back, whether you male or female. Just aspects of like that of the show. That's why I like really fuck with that shit. I just really like how it showcased the whole uh, sex worker right. background of it. I mean, not really. I mean, but it did touch. It touches, I'm not, it touch bases on it enough for it to be mainstream because I, I, I can completely understand why they didn't have, obviously they don't make a show about sex workers and have it be fully about sex and the actuality of what they deal with because it would just be, it would be too much for 
I think it would be too I, much. For I television. wouldn't like. I, I watch Euphoria Pea Valley. We we can mm. we can speed that. I'm mm. a grown adult. I can it'd be, it'd just be. It's be one of the things that be you could get authentic to it. But I get what you're saying. You could you could push the limit and be like, how much will it be about sex? Because you don't necessarily have to show all the sex no. to allude mm. to there's a lot of sex. But I think. It wouldn't, I actually I like the idea of it wouldn't necessarily it wouldn't necessarily people would be turned off by the sex itself. It would be the greediness of of the it'd be like Sex in the City meets um um Tessie Cat Confessions. Uh, yeah, but like it would it would be just way more. It would or one of those a bit more gritty on the fact of how it would no, be I'm a little bit more much. gritty, a little bit more fucked up, a little bit more like people would actually watch this and kind of you know the show yeah. I'm talking about the show that I would feel like would be a realistic view on how sex worker sex work really is rather than how they they only touch it and I appreciate that yeah. they actually touch it in, in, in an honest way in a true way. And I can understand why they don't touch it in a full way because people really couldn't handle it Ink. because of the grittiness of it. Not necessarily the sex of it because you really need, you really don't need to show the sex part of it to understand the. So basically, we yeah. need to, we need the wire, but with with um, sex um, sex work. Yeah, because technically, more what's it's honest, but it's more of like the dark comedy version of the sex worker industry. Yeah. Because literally, you could go like like they have documentary series about that shit all the time, but yeah. just being a series, just based a series of life. Technically, I'm having Netflix kind of did something kind of like that, but it's a little bit more extreme. It's uh, I forgot what this name of the show. More extreme than the life. Well, the no, they got it's sex work. It's about it's about three females that work at a brothel in like Russia or whatnot. They escape, but the thing is. They're being chased by their pimps and two henchmen. So like, that's literally what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's but, literally what but we're they're about. like in gun shoot. They're they're like gun shootouts and whatnot. Yeah, of like, course uh, they are. <laughs> bitch, that have a gun on. Yes, <laughs> he bought me this. Now it's gonna be his death. <laughs> Such a, like I already know the spirit, but yeah, see, like, yeah. <laughs> but also, um, I love the humor of the show, it's and so it took great. me a while to get Doug. But low-key, man, Doug is a good dude, man. But Mistress May, a.k.a. Tiffany, just wasn't in the right place in life. Oh, Doug's a, the dude that she's talking right? Yeah, no, yeah. the dude that had, like, was mostly better to get hit by the car and shit. Okay, yes. Yeah, because I was like... Because after re-watching it a couple times, I was like, oh, they did kind of set that up from the beginning. I just thought they kind of just threw that in like, a couple episodes. But, uh, nah, he's, he's always been hollering at her, but he's street. been, like, kind of shy, but not not fully Girl, shy. Really got but, for the underdog. Yeah. Yo. And she's also was kind of not paying that nigga attention, too. And then they also have the part, too, I like about with Pete, is that um, some common, uh, comments always have this issue a lot of times coming up when, you, when your material is... Closely based on your real life and you involve the people in your life. One episode of the Wayne Brothers strikes me, uh, stands up to me the most when Marlon was doing his stand up and he started roasting the whole family and he took offense. He had that moment in here with Tiffany, which is best friend, about the Dom life. And she's like, You can't make jokes about this, but he's like, But I'm part of it, but it's not your story to explore. You can do that gay shit all you want to, but da-da. and she felt away, even though it's like, I'm a comedian, that's what I do. I make jokes, but she was just coming from a place. Of friendship and it's that overlap. So you are like, either I'm gonna respect your wishes and not talk about it, or I'm gonna talk about it but try to make it funnier, or you try to do something new. Me, I'm gonna figure out a way to make fun of it. I might not say about you, but I'm gonna say your shit in a way that is about you if it's good material. I can keep your name out of it, but I'm gonna say some shit. <laughs> 
And that's the conflict sometimes with people. Well, and just as as you know, uh, someone who hangs out with you guys who is pansexual, you guys are allowed to make certain jokes. Yeah. Because it's not coming from a place of hate. But anytime someone who is not part of that group makes the joke, you guys are the first ones to be like, hey. Or you, like, we don't talk like that. For real. Or if I'm doing stand up, I'm like, and gay ass Daniel, that boy like so many D leagues. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, his gay ass, like, I'm not going Kelsey. Yo, one time he thought he was somebody else. Like, but guess what? what that motherfucker was cool, though. I'm like, Daniel, so now I'd be like, how did I get the other one now? I'd just be like, Kelsey, no. <laughs> but now, now I'm thinking about a bit to try to try to do that. Like, you think, you think, yeah, try to have your homeboy with DID personality switch on your mid sins and then they're like, "Where's Waldo in real life?" Because you don't know where the fuck you at. I'm gonna say no already. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it though. That joke was hilarious. It's gonna, it's gonna work. I'm gonna find a way to get to it one day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Pete had that dilemma, that that dilemma, and he um. Dilemma. Did what he did. <laughs> he was like, shit, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I have to make fun of my life. And then she gives him this information and instead of talking to somebody out, talking it out with somebody, he turns into a bit oh, and he was turned so it fucking into the awkward greatest bit. It was his life too, so how far can you go without overlapping your life with somebody else's if that's what you're going through? And does that person on the other side has to just suck it up and be like, yo, you trying to make a joke of it, cool, let's try to make it funny, or you just going to tell them, no, you can't do that. But also to make that point out, that joke that he did, that said was said, was like her first time coming out to actually support him, Ooh. and she heard Yeah, but whether well, it was her first time or her last time, she still was going to have that feeling nonetheless. True that. So I'm just saying, like, it's just one of the more things. Like, I don't think everybody's... Everybody's nobody's necessarily wrong. It just depends on how you want to go about rectifying the situation. True that. Because it's almost like with this whole "quote unquote" cancel culture now, which is non-existent really. Well, it's just technically, like, with David Dobrik, no, it's just it really, him, it really, you can't cancel all. It's not black. Oh no, he's it's not. A, it's not the Sims. But like, it's like how who gets to say what's offensive? So if you're offended by this, all right, I come up with some new shit. Then you're offended by that. Then I do something else. Then you're offended by like who gets to say what? Like, somebody's always going to be offended by something, so you really can't care to an extent about certain things. If you know you're a comedian, you're trying to be funny. You might not get the joke, but you don't have to necessarily apologize for said joke if the point was to be humorous. Like, yo, you didn't get it. My bad. If you felt the way, that was not my intent. You can keep it loose like that, but don't make me feel a certain way for having a joke. But if the joke is about your friend, then I think you do need to apologize. And on a sensitive topic, it's about her abortion. Word. Well, see, I wasn't trying to say all that, but also his kid as well. So yeah, it's still all her kid. No, 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 but still, it's his life. It's now his kid me, because technically... No, 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 it's his, I was just saying, like, now you're telling me I can't commentate on my life and my age. it's not just, like, a job you had or an experience with... No, no, I get that, too. I'm getting that, too, but there's the other side of that, too. Like, now I can't talk about... Well, I can talk about it. Technically, yeah, I can. Yeah. You will feel a way, okay, but you're not trying to tell, or you're trying to tell me, never speak about this aspect no, of my life. I, I'm sure he, he could have spoke about it, but I think yeah. there was a time and place for that. I think yeah. not right after she told him. Okay, well, that brings up Roscoe to point two, but it's like, if a tree falls in the wood, nobody's here. If she's not there, she wouldn't know he she had been And it also was on him that, trying to, that's he, also on him trying to come together and figure out my best friend 
that I had sex with for the first time when I was questioning my sexuality also got pregnant and boarded my kid. And I'm just and not going to shit out. And like, on top of that, I was put in jail because she dipped out on me that exactly. night during sure. the police. So how do you release that shit? And he just, and you realize, he just got all that, having to process that, and then go to do a stand-up bit and put that into a... And and stand up is his best way to think. I'm not saying what he. I'm not saying I don't understand his actions. I completely get it. I completely get it. It it makes. I mean, like he just found out. Yeah. And he went and goes on stage. Of course, all he wants to talk about is that. I completely get it. But her her reasoning for being upset too. No, I get her too. Her reasoning is so. It's like one of those. It just sucks because they both they both have a reason to be mad or not mad, but they both. It's, it's it's somewhat justified, but they were both wrong at the same time. Yes, right. it's yeah. It was one of them. Like ah, yeah. both have good reasons of what they did, but now, yet both also were now, in the I wrong way. Went the like, wrong way. I don't fault him for that. But now, if they have a conversation and she lets him know how it feels and he continues, then that's definitely like, no, nah, bro. That's yeah. not cool. But it's like yo, a wild. Like, I that was me processing. I didn't mean like in that sense. Cool. I won't talk about that no more. But we gotta talk about this bonding thing. Because that's what I do. So it's like, can we have a conversation? If I have a joke, can I run it by you? Let's work this shit out together. Because I got to talk about it. But also, I want to respect you in the same way. Because like, what's all? Uh, or you just be like, yo, don't come to my shit. <laughs> 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 you could say yo, don't come to my shit. I think in, the, in the moment, they just probably, in the, in the moment, they're humans. They're upset. So right. they're probably just pissed off in general. I think when the third season comes out, it's probably going to start off with either one of them coming to the other one and they're having a real discussion where they're not being petty and getting, yeah. you know, where they both can understand each other's feelings rather than just focusing on their own. Because at the heat of the moment, it's, it's easy just to focus on your own. Oh, oh and man. I think it was after, and he was also dealing with that breakup from old buddy because old buddy was trying to figure that he wasn't gay and he got outed. <laughs> I forgot that his dad was his dog. Oh, oh my yeah. god! His Layers. dad was his financial Should've sub. Okay, oh yeah. my god! I forgot that, about that part. That oh shit! That did happen. Would, oh my god! And, I th- and that's another a reunion. I think it might happen in season three because what? I mean, apparently, you know, they were what they met in season one lasted throughout season two you know obviously the relationship was somewhat serious enough to be spending most days with each other oh yeah so. he sure did spend most days with him in mm-hmm. season two. Oh yeah and i actually do like the character development on the series everybody's a slightly evolved character with each season because they just don't stay stagnant they also are growing and evolving and it's not just evolving as in character it's like evolving in the confidence and everything in all aspects of their life it's the character too. That is true. But usually, <laughs> but usually it's just only like usually it's just only like one thing that they've like grown in and whatnot. This one, this one is just like now we're talking about pro- performance and proficiency. Yeah, this one, <laughs> this one like each character like everybody got confident as well as like their whatever other side thing they did, except for in season two with old dude getting hit by the car. Oh yeah, well, but that like. Boy Doug. But Doug did get hit all his confidence and everything all in season one, and then like had that, even his whole breakdown, and then having to get the confidence back again in season two even worse. Word, and then we also get uh how to get your oh if you're a lady by masturbating moment. 
when uh, Tiffany had a teach Chelsea, not this Chelsea, this Chelsea, how to get a orgasm because she had mad vibrators, mad dildos, but she never used one on herself before. And it's like, girl, you gotta know your own motor to get yourself going. Like you need to get the, you need to get that shit going. Yeah. This Chelsea has had plenty of orgasms, by the way. I just <laughs> want to make that clear: plenty of orgasms. And if you want to know how to have an orgasm, I will kind of, I will, I will gladly. So, did you see anything wrong with her um, t- uh, mistress May's technique in that moment? necessarily wouldn't talk to my pussy the way that she got Chelsea to talk to her pussy, but... Word. It's more of, like... I don't know. I think for people... I think the one thing I would have to tell people that are having problems with orgasms, I wouldn't tell them to talk to their pussy the way that she did. Word. But I would tell them to, you know, relax and really... If you really want to come... You gotta be selfish, right. I, and that's really shitty. Is there any to say. position of the hips that she need to uh, incorporate into this? I mean, with another, I mean, position is a I'm lot. Talking, a lot wait, of wait, stuff. wait, wait, wait! Yeah. No, I'm talking about solo, solo shit. Solo, yes. Yeah, position. Solo. I mean, you know, in every time, like, in every time is a different position that's gonna get you off. You can't, right. you can't so like remember a, that. You know, it's not like an upward cradle or a downward like or. Not warrior stance. <laughs> warrior stance is standing up. I know what it is. That's the. Ju- <laughs> what? Are you stupid. I I no, never, my jokes I, are funny. I'm just. I funny. never masturbate standing up. I I right. am all about. I, I can't speak for you. It's pretty lit. Well, I mean, I guess like. <laughs> I think the only time I ever masturbate standing up is in the shower, and even then, I'm like, okay, I need to Trying sit down. Trying to get around from the water, getting a mouth. it's just no, I I'm. I'm most of the time, I'm using the shower itself, but... Word. <laughs> y'all girls know what I'm talking about. I was going to bring that up, but you already did. That's what's up, though. Yeah, but... Multi-uses, no, multi-multi-pass. The best thing you can do if you want to have an orgasm is completely get... Melt into yourself. Yes. Melt into yourself. Yes. Melt, melt on yourself. Yeah, melt into yourself. Don't even worry about the other person. And I'll give it. Give me a second. I'll get back to that. Give, just give me a second on this one. Don't worry about the other person for right now. We're for right now. Move the positions that you need to do. Let the other person do your thing or do your whatever you're doing. Just get to the position that you need and just really melt into yourself. Just <laughs> melt into yourself. That's the best way I can explain it. Melt into yourself. Do it laying down, relaxing. Have a glass of wine. Take yourself out on a date if you need to make yourself relax. I, it, it's it's all about relaxation. So you don't bring up the various compartments. So various compartments. So sex is it? <laughs> and sex togetherness is very important in order to have a a stable relationship, a sexual stable relationship with someone. You need to be able to give and take in sex. Word. So, you, it, but that also means being. That's in any relationship, though. And sex is... Having a good sex life is also kind of corresponding to having good... Well, I mean, not necessarily, but you can take having the same principles of having a good sex life being, you know, knowing what you need, knowing what's best for you, knowing what's best for your partner, having how to get on the same level with those needs. Word. And translate that into an actual real-life relationship, being more than sex. But, yo, that's like the th- third dimension right there. 
Third being for threesome. Hey. <laughs> and with that being said, before we get out of here, so I just want to ask you guys one final question. What's one thing that you would love to see happen in season three, Ooh. Roscoe? Oh, season. I'd just like to see everything be resolved from the ending of season two, no matter good or bad. Just, just see how everything progresses from what I, the actions that has happened. Word. What about you, Chelsea? Um, you know, I would like to see. I think of him as Master Carter. It's so funny. Um, I'm just gonna call him Master Carter, but he, I guess he's that's his real name, Pete. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, yeah, Pete. Redhead. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to see their friendship rekindled and see how that happens. Aww. And then, um, you know, I like to see their relationship. Also, I'd like to see how I would like to see the relationship between Pete and what's that guy's name? Which one? Yeah, oh, his boyfriend. His boyfriend. Well, it's fine. His boyfriend. His, his, boyfriend. his ex-boyfriend. His ex-boyfriend. Word. Like to see them get back together. Only because I would like to see how. The dad and the son. Because I mean, connect out their relationship now. Yeah, because at the end, you know, he found out that his dad was a financial sub and that his son was gay. Two. Oh, they did find both they of them. They both keep secrets that kind of overlap, but don't. Yeah. Word. Not and, in his much. And for me, I want to see how Mistress May does this. Madam May, now that she's running the business, I guess you could say. And I also would love to see. More of the personalities of the other doms in her house, or I don't know how her group, her dom, her dungeon. They're seeing how they run things and what type of style she brings to the table. Okay. And with that being said, we're gonna go to Yo Check It Out, check and it out. for all those that have already watched Bonding, we're gonna give you some recommendations. So, Ross, what would you recommend for the people? Uh, the new. HBO Max original. It's only five episodes deep, but uh, it's called Generations. It's literally just about a current this current generation of kids and the sexuality and how sex is a spectrum and how these few groups of kids in California are reacting to it, as well as how the conservative people around them, aka the adults, are having to deal with it. <laughs> Yo, pups. What about you, Chelsea? What would you recommend for the people? Mm, kind of a. Uh, it's an older. It's an older movie. I would I recommend. It. Yeah, I saw. I mentioned Show it Girls. earlier. That's what's up. Showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> Showgirls was the ultimate like camp movie. Oh my god! I, I watched it as a kid, and it gave me diarrhea. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't get diary. I just had an upset stomach for I, obvious reasons. I watched it as a kid all the time, too. Well, not all the time, but anytime I saw it on, I was like, hells yeah, we're going to watch Showgirls. Um, no, Secretary. Um, oh, yeah. With Maggie Gyllenhaal and James Spader. Is that the, the Robert California in the office? That's who Ultron? Blacklist? Yeah, he's in Blacklist. Yeah, yeah that's James yes. Spader. James Spader, yep. A young James Spader, um, the original Mr. Gray. He's actually called Mr. Gray. Um, mm-hmm. Better Fifty Shades, <laughs> better than the Fifty Shades of Gray, though. Um, yeah, no. If you were into bonding and all that stuff, and into comedy and you know whatnot, this isn't um, a sex worker movie. This is a, an actual relationship movie. So it kind of it 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 involves um, a relationship developing between his um, 
employee and himself, so his secretary. Oh, right. Of course. So, you know, it's a little controversial. So if you can, you know, but it was made in the 90s. Trust me. I watched all the Pretty Little Lies. I watched American Pie. I mean, not American Pie, but American Beauty. Word. And for me, I would recommend the Netflix series that is also an original FX series, and that's going to be Pose. Pose is a show uh, based in the 80s about a house, uh, various houses of drag queens and um, um, transgenders, uh, and a lot of LGBTQ plus um, characters that all live in New York, and they're part of the whole Vogue dance house, um, house scene. And it's poignant. It's great. The acting is well. Almost cried the last episode over a character I really didn't give a fuck about. Like, <laughs> damn, Pose, you got me all of my feelings. I'm like, damn, Shorty been going through it. But yeah, it's well acted, written. So another um, Ryan Murphy creation. So if you fuck with American Horror Story, Scream Queens, Glee, you already know what you're getting to. And what he does, he does well. There's not too many things from him that I watched that I did not actually enjoy. So yeah, and with that being said, guys, this is going to be another episode of Yo, Where the Captions At. We just want to thank Daniel, of course, for being here. Chelsea for being our wonderful, lovely guest. Love you, Chelsea. Thank you for having me, y'all. It was really fun. Oh, and we'll definitely have you again soon with your consent, of course. Yeah. And I just want to make sure you guys go check out our YouTube page, The Escaping Network. Make sure you are following us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow me on YouTube as well. It's Kales for Show. And remember, thank you guys for being captioners. And always, be one or be nothing. And you know who I am, Roscoe Tinkoya. Y'all mostly can find me on my Xbox, Snapchat, or somewhere being high. <laughs> so, uh, as always, be kind, be misunknown, live life in a uh, be misunknown, y'all. Yeah, we out. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Bitch, it's uh, hit that space button, I think it is. is Sayonara, sucker. Is it the space bar? Hasta luego, Luigi. Bye, bitches. Rojas, what do we do? Ciao.